0: hey what's up Source nation it's your boy Jeff the owner and host of Source Conversations and I'm here to tell you about our new sponsor for season 3 Holistic Remedies Holistic Remedies is a black owned CBD company that creates natural products to make sure you feel good their catalog includes 150 milligrams CBD healing bomb 25 milligrams CBD honey and engage sticks, and hemp seed body butters, and six extraordinary scents. Each product is handmade with love to relieve eczema, pain, um, arthritis, lupus, general soreness, and many more. holistic Rumley's is giving everybody in Social Nation 10% off. That's right, 10% off on all their products. All you gotta do is type in the promo code at the checkout, and the promo code is HR Meets Again, it's HR Meets Saucy. Go and support uh, Holistic Remedies, which is a black owned company, and also keep supporting Saucy Conversations. We appreciate all the love and support. Thanks a love.
1: Girl and your friends bad too You got the swag So she drippin' swag goo It's not two Girl and your friends bad too You oh. got the swag So she drippin' swag goo I may be young
0: What's up everybody, it's your boy Jeff and it's another episode of Social Conversation Season 5, Episode 4 and I have a special guest in the house. Before I get to my special guest, you know I got to pay the bills real quick. So shout out to our sponsors, click Vodka. shout out to our sponsors, Holistic Remedies. Make sure you go support them, the link is in the description below and also uh, tell them that Jeff sent you there and you can go to Holistic Remedies, you get 10% off of all their products, alright? So basically you use the code word HRME Social so you get 10% off. Um, give me that HBO special, help a, bro- have the, help a brother out special, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, uh, hit that notification button. Also share the podcast as well. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, Twitch and you know, whatever, we appreciate you for watching. If you're at home at work or you're just driving in the car, listen to this podcast, we appreciate you for the ears. All right. So today I have a special guest. Um, she's an entrepreneur, she's got a lot of things going for her. <laughs> She's about to come out with her own dating app, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Social Conversations, DJ Robinson. How you doing?
1: I'm cool.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: What is going on with you? What's going on with you?
2: Oh, life. Just life, in through this crazy economy, working, and then also, like you just mentioned, really trying to push this dating app out. So that that's pretty much it. <laughs>
0: we gonna get to that, gonna get to yeah. That. So, you know, I had to, re- I had to return the favor because you actually had me on your podcast. Uh, it was actually the first time me being interviewed because I always interview everybody, so it's the first time I was being interviewed. So, I appreciate you that. And I had to return the favor to you. Um, so, so DJ, we got a lot to pack in. Um, let's just start from the beginning, okay? Let's Start from the beginning. Okay, tell us what you like. Tell us about your childhood. Tell us where you were born and raised. Do uh, right. you got any siblings? Your parents?
2: Oh, okay, so we're gonna go way, back. All way right. back. Way back. Way back. All right. So, um, I'm originally from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, I am the second oldest to four. My parents have my parents had four, and then we have an older sister that my dad. Had with someone else um, My childhood Was very interesting um, Hmm. Um, like I said, we're from Fort Lauderdale, we ended up in West Palm Beach Just due to My dad not being able to get His stuff together at first My mom moving us to West Palm Beach um, Going through all types Of different things until she got settled And then he came around and got himself Together and they ended up um, back together Working through trying to survive um, And my childhood was It was okay for the most part uh, I wasn't the best um, When it came to school and stuff I don't know if you want me to g- Dig into Things I used to do and all of that stuff but, Yeah let's
0: yeah, uh, yeah, talk about it, talk about <laughs> it.
2: Um, I guess I'll give you the build up To I think everything So basically because of what my Day nap is about um, my childhood on the outside looking in, it looked okay. Like I said, my parents, basically they worked, they were hard workers. They did what they needed to do. But inside the household, it was a lot of turmoil where we um, walked on eggshells um, due to just my dad's behavior with alcoholism and stuff like that. And um, as a teenager, um, I dealt a lot with. Just trying to escape. I think I I dealt a lot with guys who also just did not have their stuff together. Um, And I was a kid who skipped school a lot. I was a kid who was all, in, like I said, all into boys trying to, I felt like at that time that was my only escape. I also worked a lot too. I started working at a very early age. Um, That's a little bit about my childhood. If you want to, I don't know if you want to dig a little bit more into that or if you want to.
0: Yeah, So so what did you, your parents do for living?
2: My parents. So my dad worked in the auto industry for almost probably almost 30, 30 plus years until recently. He had just a, a severe heart attack. And now it's just him trying to focus on his health. My mom did a lot of she worked as like an admin assistant for um, a company called Cisco for many years. And then when we moved to Georgia, because that's where we're all at now, um, she's in retail now. Actually, all right.
0: Nice. Yeah, and you said West Palm Beach. I got family in West Palm Beach. Really, I got yeah. Aun- uncles on my father's side, cousins, they all that- from West Palm Beach. And now you live in Georgia, was also interesting because my father's side is also from Georgia. That's where they, they actually began. Mm-hmm. So they, my father was from uh Savannah, Georgia. Got
2: you. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, Savannah, Georgia, and then they actually some moved to West Palm Beach and some mm. moved to New York. So that's how I, I end up in, you know, in New York because my father moved to New York when he was like a teenager or stuff like that.
2: Got you. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so- I'm originally from West Palm Beach. That's my hometown, even though I feel like I've been in Georgia forever. <laughs> but I, mean, I got the country twang and everything. But, no, I am from West Palm Beach.
0: Yeah, I had the accent. Yeah. <laughs> So so in, in school, I, I know you mentioned you, you like skip school a lot, but yeah. did, you, did you have like a like a favorite, you know, class or subject that you liked? Dude, you just like um, oh I
2: liked you know, I took that back. I liked um English, the English class. I liked writing. And um, I remember in middle school, my teacher found my composition book because that's all I used to do. Like that's another way I escaped. I used to write poetry. Mm. Um, I used to write stories, like that was another way I kind of just, just kind of escaped from just life and school and like just my home life and stuff like that. And she found my composition book, uh, you know, and read some of my poetry and stuff and um, tried to get me to like submit my stuff to contests and stuff like that. So I did like English and I did like, I can't even remember that English teacher name, but I did like yeah, that subject overall, kind of, because it's not like I was really paying attention in class and doing the work, but I, I was writing, like in my journal, and I did a lot of reading and stuff too. So um, when I was in class,
0: yeah. So you was writing poetry, reading, just to escape reality or you know what was going I on. Oh yeah, or like, like and stuff like that. Like,
2: yeah, or like writing what I was going through. Like that's how kind of how I expressed it. Because I also yeah. had issues with communicating like how my my inner feelings and how i felt unless i was angry because that's what i saw displayed in my my household so i would usually write stuff down and that was kind of my outlet so
0: so that was your therapy yeah
2: basically as a kid yeah
0: gotcha gotcha so no college just going to college you know
2: no i dropped out for me really i dropped out actually at um I was 10th grade level, but I think I dropped out at like 11th grade. I was like 16, 17 when I officially was like, okay, I'm done. I've been working since 14. And by the time we moved to Georgia, um, I, I got another little restaurant job or whatever. Again, barely going to school. I done linked up with people who don't have cars and all of that stuff. And I, I barely was going to school and you know my mom just finally was just like you know what if you want to drop out drop out because they have a law here now you know even back when I was in school if you miss over 10 days the parents go to jail. Oh. So yeah, she was just like okay, if you want to and I was at the age where I could drop out. So dropped out and I just I worked. So yeah. Ended up getting my GED 4 years later at 21. I was 20 or okay. 21.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That GED and everything. Um, yeah. How how was it, you know, working, um, dropping out of school and it's the grind or just working? Would you, you help know, any parents out with the bills? or is-
2: Yeah. So I started helping out with bills early on, um, but it wasn't a whole lot of money. So I didn't feel like I was... My parents took care of majority of the bills, but they gave me a little bit of responsibility. So I didn't feel the grind, grind for real, for real until my early 20s after I had my son. But um, as far as like the beginning stages where I was just working at restaurants and I paid a little bit of money to them and I kind of just did my own thing um, before I had my kids. So I, I didn't feel the grind, grind. Like I know a lot of people probably felt like when they, you know, stopped going to schools, working and trying to survive like on their own. So I, I, yeah. So I didn't feel it like that. Me, it was just working and, Kind of just living life and trying
0: to figure things out at that time. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you, you didn't mention that you was, um, you know, trying to find love in the right places. Yeah, yeah. So you you dealing with uh, different men, different personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us, tell us about that that time period of you just trying to find love and sometimes making the wrong. The wrong choices and gotcha. like
2: So how I, how I describe it now Because when I look back At everything and with the knowledge that I have I feel like So I tend to choose dismissive guys I was also in a really abusive relationship As a um, a Teenager but I think it's still all kind of ties But majority of the time Before I came conscious of what I was doing I chose a lot of dismissive Men and I want to go back to the relationship with Between me and my father like um, especially when I started getting into trouble and I wasn't listening and he became very dismissive towards me so there was years when I was a teenager he barely spoke to me because he just I think in his mind he just didn't know what to do with me but going back to the guys I chose they were dismissive and I think subconsciously what I was doing I was trying to Fix that relationship with my father Because what I would do with these dismissive Guys was try to prove That I was worthy You get what I'm saying Of them not being dismissive of. So I went out of my way To do things I had no business doing um, Just to prove My worth and my love and, And all of that stuff So that was kind of the trend Of the guys that I chose And the actions that I kind of Took like without not, not going too deep into the rabbit hole. Yeah. That's kind of what my dating life kind of looked like um, in my late teens, early 20s, and even into my mid 20s, like until I really started looking into what I was doing. So, when, like I said, normally I'll get into these relationships and I'm the one. Giving, 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 and then you know once I would get tired or exhausted, I realize okay this person's not going to change. I would wake up, snap out of it, and then end up dating another guy, and it's it's the same shit. <laughs> and um I would just break up with them. But there was this guy in my mid twenties I dated, did this did the same cycle, same dating cycle, same routine, did the dance of how I normally would do it, and this guy broke up with me. It wasn't me breaking up with him. And it hurt so bad. It like it just shattered. Because you know, like I said, I'm usually the one to walk away. And I done poured all this energy, this time, all of this effort. And it clear in my mind back then it wasn't good enough. And instead of me always pointing a finger at the guy and how crappy the guy is, that breakup, that heartbreak made me really look at myself and my Dating patterns and what who I was choosing and why I was choosing in it, um, kind of just dug the rabbit hole into me like really doing research and looking into different things, hence why this app in my podcast was born. Interesting,
0: interesting, yeah, yeah. So, so you mentioned you had a son at the age of 20, 20, 21. I
2: got pregnant at 20, I had him at 21.
0: Hmm. Take us during that time when you have your your first. Oh my son,
2: yeah. Um, that was so. I knew his dad. He was a he was a guy I also dealt with kind of in my teens, and it was always an on and off thing. And um, it's crazy because I I said I was gonna cut him off. I wasn't talking to. Him. I wasn't gonna talk to him anymore. But we did end up doing something that last time, and I just cut him off. I stopped talking to him for um. few weeks then i found out i was pregnant or whatever and um during the time of pregnancy me being me i'm always the type that just i'm trying to get things together trying to make sure i'm i'm straight the baby's gonna be straight and um again dealing with a very dismissive guy just not not doing what he needed to do to prepare for himself for the baby it was it was a really tough situation and then After having my son, there's another thing that kind of helped me grow. I had to really grow. Um, My son is a double lung transplant patient. So after having him, for several months, nobody knew what was wrong with him. He just couldn't come home. Like I had him. And when he came out, he was turning blue, all of that stuff. Um, And later on, probably a couple months down the line, um, I had him. And then that's when they told me... um, he had a deficiency issue, called surfactant B deficiency. It's basically where, like we all have this surfactant B in our lungs, or we breathe. It helps our lungs expand, and, you know, close in as we breathe. With him, he didn't have it, or he had very little. And then they caught it too late to fix it, and it restricts your lungs to the point where you can't breathe. And he needed a new set of lungs, so they didn't do um, transplants for um, babies in the state of Georgia. So we had to go to Houston, Texas. So me and his father went to Houston, Texas for almost a year, um, just to make sure he got the transplant and, um, he was able to come home, which he did. My son is 10 years old now and doing very well. Um, but just through that course of time that it just, it didn't, it didn't work. And I think I, we ended up staying together for an additional two years where I just, I just had enough and I couldn't I couldn't deal with it anymore because as the relationship progressed and I, I won't with him, I think it was more so of what happened with our son and the condition and all that stuff. He I think he just didn't know how to handle and deal. I think that was majority of it, but I also think it was more so of him just struggling to grow up. Um yeah, there's a lot to that story. Like I'd be talking for days, but um we 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 stayed together for a couple more years but within that relationship it was always me juggling everything doing everything for from, from dealing with my son to also having to try to find work because he just was in this depressive my alcoholic state. state all the time where he he would have, get a job for a couple of weeks couldn't keep the job all of that stuff so yeah, it was bad. And I finally just had enough of it, broke it off, and I ended up moving back home with my son. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about my journey, um, like right after having my son and the relationship with his father
0: that I had. Is is the father still active?
2: <sighs> that's the That's a... Uh... So his dad is actually still going through similar stuff that he was going through in his early 20s, not being able to keep a job, not being able to do certain things. And as I would try to co-parent and, you know, I would take the initiative and drive where he's at so he can see his son and stuff like that. It's always an issue because I don't want to be with him. So that he causes conflict. So as of right, he's never really been active, but um, he's always expressed interest of wanting to see his son. But it always—he's one of those toxic types where he, he always tries to tie it back to us getting back together, and it's um, it's something I'm not interested in. But I do want him in my it son's life, like but he makes it diff- he makes it very difficult. Um, so. Yeah. As far as active, like taking care of him, doing it, no. Um, but he does express interest in wanting to see his kid, if that makes sense.
0: No, it does not. I know a lot of men are like that.
2: Yeah, okay. And,
0: yeah, so it's, they, they want to be in the son's life, but. And,
2: they want the mother too. And I think, they, yeah. And it, you know, and it's like, it's not that. And then, like I said, I don't, with his situation, he's not where he needs to be. So is it, do you really want me or do you need somebody to take care of you? It's it's a lot that ties into to that story but right and now. And
0: also, he you don't want any, any other man all, all around.
2: That's another thing too. So it's a lot of toxicity there <laughs> yeah, that I'm I still know. working through. <laughs> because of course, I want my son to to have his father in his life and him to see him on a regular basis. But it's a very toxic situation where I've had to learn to put up boundaries and put them up quickly. So Absolutely.
0: yeah, I actually, I understand.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know some men be like you keep it, I'm like I'm the, I promise you I'm not. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna be
0: right. You're right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not like trying
2: that. to, but at the same time, I feel like boundaries are very important for everybody's sanity. Like so it's it's a complicated situation. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's like uh like an ego, it's like a male ego thing. It
2: is, it, yeah. it is, it's really bad, selfish and he, selfish and um to the point where he's the type he'll get real nasty, like to try to hurt me because I'm not cooperating in the way that he thinks I should. So that's why it's like okay, I have to put boundaries up because you're gonna tear me down just as low as you are. And I'm just I'm not for that. At right.
0: All. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Um, my next question for you is um since you asked me on your show, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <what was> your, <laughs> your worst dating experience. Can you share one story? Was
2: well, oh okay. Um, uh, my worst dating experience, like on the dating apps, right? Because that's kind of what. Okay, so just oh, in general, just in general, in general, I have a lot of bad dating stories. <laughs> I'm gonna just give you a simple one off of the dating app. Because oh my god. Okay, so I talked to this guy, and I don't know if I brought it up on ours, but I talked to this this guy for like maybe a week or so um on the dating app, and we did FaceTime. Right? And, like, put that out there. We time. You know, he was he. He seemed like a, a nice-looking guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we agreed to meet at a park. I'm the type where I like to go to parks. And then maybe, you know, if things work out, we can go out to eat or whatever we choose. But I like going out on simple stuff so we can actually talk and get to know each other. Because I feel like all the extra big things people try to do, like concerts or movies or whatever the case may be, you can't really engage with the person for real. Right, right. Um, so we met at the park. Uh first things first, I was I was how old was I? I was real young. Um because he ended up needing to be picked up. And I think at first it wasn't supposed to be like that, but he ended up needing to be picked up. I go along with it, I pick him up. And I see how short he is. Mind mind you I'm talking real short. Now, I, even back then, though, I was the type, well, oh, he needs to be six foot. You uh, know, but that was, that's something I'm not going to get into. That was due to an insecurity I had. I wanted the guy to be a certain height back then. And now they guys that's five, six, five, seven. I, I will now. You know what I'm saying? That's, it's not a problem. But this guy was, he had to be about five, two. I'm five, five. I felt catfished in a way for that. So he gets in the car. I'm shocked by the height, but you know, I'm the type. I'm gonna be respectful. We here, you know what I'm saying? We I'm gonna talk him and engage. Um, we get to the park, and you know, I guess because I'm I'm not I didn't totally reject him. I'm being nice as we walk. He's trying to hug on me, and it just it felt awkward. And I just felt like with him, I just felt like he was. I don't know. I felt like he was a little kid that I literally could put on my back. I, I feel bad for saying that. But that that was to me, it wasn't a terrible day, but I feel like you should disclose stuff like especially if the girl puts on a profile, she's five five. You don't know, she'll be some some women are okay with that, you know. But I feel like that's something you should say. Um, I even had another one where I went with this, I went with this other guy, kind of another catfish story. Like he looked kind of he looked different. From his he looked different from his photos, we met at a, a restaurant it was you know the date was okay, it was cool. I can't remember word for word, but he when we left the 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 date he was trying to convince me to go to a hotel with him afterward, like really trying to pressure me to first date I never met him. he don't look like his pictures and was really trying to pressure me to go to a hotel with him. So I've had certain dates like that where it's just like I have to come up with crazy excuses to get away from these people because they're too they're super aggressive. And it's like you're not even up front, like about your physical, even like conversations that like things didn't match up. So I've had bad dates like that off of the dating apps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell me about <laughs> it. be <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't. I just can't do it. They, they be capping, man. Like,
2: Great. Right. Like, come on. Let's be real with ourselves. Let's, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I've had a few like that. And then, as far as people I've proceeded with, I, I have crazy stories. Mm. I have crazy stories with so, uh, with that too. So I, yeah. I have quite a few.
0: <laughs> so, uh, tell us. To what letter you starting your own dad? Tell us the the okay. um, the origin story about that.
2: The origin story of Zaynab So okay, I told you about the, the the relationship with the guy That had me really looking at myself So I just started doing a lot of studying On Like just why would I Why would I entertain Somebody I had to put so much energy to Because then I started really looking back At the relationship like He breadcrumbed me through a lot of the Relationship, it wasn't an even Exchange of give and take At all So I just started really digging and doing research. And as I dug and I did research, um, one thing I remembered about the relationship, I would try to get him to take several tests. Like I would try to get him to take a love language test. I would try to get him to take an emotional intelligence test. There was different things that popped up and I would try to get him to take And he just like, no, I'm not doing it. So my original idea was like, wouldn't it be dope if I created a dating app that tricked these dudes to take a test because how my dating app is set up um you literally have to play a game with your match before you can message them. so that was the original idea. Um, but then, as I started doing more self work on myself and um, yeah, doing more self work on myself and also um talking to different coaches and stuff like that when I created the podcast, I really i I learned even more like, okay, I need to do a lot of. Inner work, self work. So that's where the app kind of grew from the concept of, oh, let's trick guys to take tests too. No, let's everybody do their own work and come together. And um, my journey of building this app. So the first developer, I'm gonna quote quotation marks around here, I worked on it. I got scammed out of 15 grand my first time of trying this um so my I had a friend who knew this guy and he was a tech guy so he had relationships or so I thought relationships with different people who could help with getting the app developed or he knew how to get connected to like the people overseas and stuff like that something I didn't know and I went with I went ahead and I went with this guy and um, through the and it took a year for me to finally just Okay, I'm gonna cut my losses. I'm not gonna get nothing out of this guy. Um, but through that year, um, as he, I was paying an installments, and he, like I said, he was another one, breadcrumbing me, giving me just little bits and bits, just, just trying to show face that maybe something was going on. But a year had popped up, and there was nothing. There was nothing to show for the app. Nothing to show for nothing. The only thing I had was like this website that was not up to par at all. That he had built so it was it, it that i lost fifteen thousand um out of all of that now what i can say in the lesson of that was i learned a lot throughout that year like i've developed games that's not even in the app yet and then i also was able to grow like as an individual within that year as well like just learning more about you know, the subconscious mind and why we do the things that we do, learning about why people engage in dating toxic cycles, like really learning and really being able to be of help along with creating this app. So then I ended up doing my own research and I found another company to help me develop the app and spent another good chunk of money, more than what I spent initially, Um, on getting the app up and running, but now I do have an app on both um, stores, the app store and and the play store, and um, I have the podcast and all that stuff that's connected to it, so I can connect with users, connect with people um, who want to talk about dating, relationships, I connect with coaches, therapists, um, and all of that stuff, and the idea came from a horrible breakup for me, so...
0: Wow, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, for, for that jerk to actually, you know, take your money—that fifteen grand—like, come on, man.
2: Yeah, he and he's a friend of a friend. So you that's know, I amazing. thought I thought I could trust him because he was a friend of a friend, and it turns out that yeah, I lost a good, I lost yeah, I lost about fifteen grand, maybe a little over fifteen grand. I lost, I lost a lot of money. Um, trusting and believing in this person, but like I said you learn, you grow. Um, yeah, I learned a lot from that lesson. So this um, was I learned like, a lot of lessons that I've had to pay for.
0: So this is like your your hard earned working money, or did you get yes, like, like yes. investors and stuff like that?
2: No, I don't have any investors. So, um, I work multiple jobs. Um, I'm in I'm in the corporate space in HR as a recruiter and i juggle multiple jobs to keep things afloat with this company so i'm able to pay for certain things so no this is this is all of my money all of it yeah
0: that's crazy yeah well good to see you thank you i know how it is you know i don't have any any you know investments as well so it's like i'm putting uh, my hard-earned money to right you know, into my project and stuff like that so it ain't easy it ain't easy out here being an entrepreneur, and you know not having investors who you know believe in your product. Right. Yeah. So, um, so so walk us through, you know, the app itself. So let's say I want to sign up for your app, right? Okay. Take us to the uh, through the steps of what I have to do, okay, to even get to start talking to a woman. All
2: right, <laughs> So, um, first thing you'll do, of course, is download the app. And you'll sign up by putting your name, uh, put your name, your birthday, and it'll go through questions asking you about your your zodiac sign and different and things. Tell us about you, um, your occupation. And then I also have a part in the app where you have to, you don't have to, you can skip it, but you can learn what your Enneagram type is. That's a also a personality um, type of test. And if you don't know anything about it, you can actually in the app, you can click a link. You you um, you take a test and you learn about your Enneagram type. So there's nine different types. Um, and that's something you can add to your profile as well. So people can learn just a little bit more about you um, once you get to the messenger phase. So there's, there's that. You sign up, you know, you swipe left, you swipe right on profiles that you swipe right for profiles that you like, you swipe left for profiles that you don't. Um, Let's say you end up matching with somebody, like you, you like somebody and then a girl likes you. So there's different sections in the app. So you will go to the, you'll leave the discovery tab, which is in the app where you're swiping left, swiping right. And then you'll go to the match queue. And then that's where you'll see all of your matches. And then there's a button right next to your match. Before you start a game, you can click on their picture, look at their profile, see what they do, check out their Enneagram, all that stuff. If that's something you did not do while you were swiping, because I know some people don't do it. They don't thoroughly look. They're just looking for pictures. But um, but there's a button on the side that gives you options and you can click on it and then you can start game. So when you start game, there's four different games that pop up. They're all questionnaire games. I have the They're all questionnaire games um, where you'll answer five questions. You and her will answer five questions and then a compatibility result will pop up. But anyway, um, the games are based on sexual compatibility, emotional intelligence, attachment theory. That's another um, that's another type of personality trait type thing um, where we all fall under there's four different attachment styles, and we all fall fall under one. Um, and then the last one is love styles. And you'll see where you guys compare. So you'll, you can start a game. You'll answer the questions, and then she'll get an alert that you started the game and that you ended the game. And then when she's ready, she can go ahead. And since you picked the game first, she will have to play the game that you picked. She'll play the game. And then when she finishes and plays the game, then that's when you'll be able to see how you guys compare on whichever game that you chose. And then from there, um, you can move into messaging them. And um, you'll have to message them within 24 hours okay. or they'll disappear gotcha. or play the game within 24 hours. Sorry, play the game with them within 24 hours or they'll disappear. If you message them, then... You know, you have them in your messages, and you you can continue to contact them until you guys are ready to progress off of the app. So that's basically the gifts of my prototype or my MVP of the app. So it's it's uh, playing different type of questionnaire games, and each game has about two hundred plus questions. So it's not like you're answering the same five questions over and over and over again. Gotcha. So I just want to put that out there as well. And when I am able to get investors or I am able, once I the app starts to grow, I can add the different type of game ideas that I came up with. So um, that's kind of the phase I'm at now trying to um, get the app to grow. And then the podcast is also in the app um, where people can listen to different therapists, uh, dating coaches, talk about different things in regards to loving relationships. And then I invite people on like I invited you on to come on. So if anybody wants to join the podcast, they can within the app as well.
0: Oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's yeah. a good setup to promote both. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good branding as well. Um, So so let me ask you this. So once I, once I take the, the screen and, you know, text, stuff like that and I start swiping, right? So I get all these, um, I see, I see all my matches. So, uh-huh. so, once I see all my matches, is this like women that I actually, that's in my location or are they all over the United States?
2: So right now, because like I said, the app is brand new. We're trying to market it out now. I'm not marketing solely in New York yet because I don't have okay. that type of money. So right now I'm trying <laughs> to just focus on Atlanta.
0: Okay. The goal
2: is to get everywhere. Now, if you want to get on the app and try it, you definitely can. It's it's for, it's for everywhere. Okay. But for the purpose of marketing, I would hate to market all over the United States and say, OK, I'm heavily focused here in Atlanta. And there's there's like there's a good bit of people here in Atlanta Then you download it and you start swiping. And you're like, damn, these people are 800 miles away. What the hell am I going to do with this? So that's that's what right now is just in Atlanta. And the goal, hopefully with the next six months to, to a year is um, you can download it in New York and there's people in your area. But right now, just being fully transparent, there's not too many people in your area on the app right now.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So for the app, so you'll get a lot of brothers and sisters. You know, to, is, is it free? Do I have to pay for it?
2: So there's a free version, and then there's a paid version. Um, the free version, you do get three games a week. So you would have to pick your matches wisely on who you play a game with now if you use up all of your games and you decide you still want to continue to, to to play games and you like the app and it's cool and you're getting a lot of matches you can buy like you can do a subscription or if you choose not to do a subscription you can buy like an extra extra game an extra 5 games and i think an extra 10 games for like a certain amount um, they're very. It's very cheap right now because the app is, is new so it's not expensive And then also there's a feature Where say you have Say you have a third game you have your last Game and then You're about to click on this person And play a game a pop up will come Up if the person doesn't have any games And will ask you hey do you Want to buy a game for this Match so you Can play a game with them and know That they have games Gotcha Gotcha. So it's not free all the way. There is a free version where you did you do get a certain amount of games, and then after that, it does start charging, like per game or a package. But if you pay for a monthly subscription, um, it's it's everything's unlimited as far so, as the games.
0: So how much is the monthly subscription? Oh,
2: Hold on, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question that I don't remember. I'm gonna tell you right now. Because I changed it because like I said, the the original prices that I came up with was just like, oh no. Um let's see. So the monthly one we got for a month it's fifteen dollars for 30 days. For ninety days, three months, you're paying twenty dollars, and for six months it's thirty dollars.
0: Okay, that's not bad.
2: Yeah, so you know it's not. None too crazy. Too crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None, not yeah, None too crazy. I had to think about it because at first, yeah, I it was it was kind of crazy. And I had like, okay, this is brand new. I don't even let's let's see if the people like it. So yeah, I, I lowered I lowered it down. At first, I wanted to like maybe I should do it just free,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: how the app was built, I wasn't able to, unfortunately. So this is kind of how it's set up. So okay. right, cool,
0: cool. Yeah. So um so my next question for you is i know you want to expand uh, the app right Mm -hmm. Um, so where do you see this project you're working on right now the data app in five years i
2: see it i see it going far um like i said i think my my goal is to serve with this app. I think that's why I decided I want to put the podcast in the app because I want to be able to talk to people. I want to be able to really put what I've learned out there and also connect people who probably wouldn't seek out a dating coach, um, get them information as needed. So in five years, I would hope that the app would grow out, grow to be international. Um of course, uh, more games on there for people to to interact and um, just to keep interest going. Um, I see, I don't know, I, I see the podcast also growing to, to something bigger. I'm not sure what, what that would look like. Um, and I, I see it just being something where I think I'll be able to touch a lot of people because I know dating and relationships and just relating to people in general is a it's it's for a lot of people it's an issue right so um yeah. I see it becoming a big thing I don't know yet but I do five years from now I do seeing it being a national international thing where plan for kids will be everywhere
0: gotcha gotcha um let me i want ask you a couple of questions um that I really want to ask you Okay. Um what do you think is wrong with modern day dating?
2: I think it's everybody is dating I think it's fear. I think it's scarcity mindset. Um I think a lot of people are afraid to totally be themselves out of fear of rejection. I feel like a lot of people put up these facades and they don't even know that they're putting it up. So that's why I talk about the subconscious mind and being more self-aware, because it seems like in the dating scene, a lot of people will put out these personas that they feel the world wants to see, and maybe that person wants to see. And then when the mask starts to crack, because it's not really them, or they want to start setting boundaries and stuff like that, it don't work out. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that part, but they're not realizing that they're not being vulnerable enough. Um and then and it's fear-based because you'll hear a lot of women talk about how there's not a lot of good men out here. Um oh, yeah, me yeah, kind yeah. of being one of those people I toggle between the fence of yes yeah, great men and being positive and the next minute I'm like, yeah, ain't, ain't no men out here, men ain't shit. <laughs> and that's a mindset that you really have to let go of. And same for men, like this this goes for men as well. Like I feel like it's a scarcity mindset with them as well. And um, them also being afraid of women and and being afraid that women want to use them. And some of them, they're afraid of that. And they don't even have the money that they feel the women want to use them for. It's it's, it's, it's just a lot there. Like I said, people just not being vulnerable. A lot of fear-based stuff. And it's all subconscious. People don't even realize that they're doing it. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you on, on that. I, I just I just think that, like for me, it, it's just hard um, dating women today.
2: I I can I can definitely see that it, um,
0: because it's like, like I, I told you, like every time I, like I was on these dating apps and stuff like that, I would get like the bottle girl, or I would get you know, uh. A woman that's actually in a um a high position in a company could be like a like a director or a VP and stuff like that. So they already come and they're much older as well. So yeah. I'm I'm 35 years old. So okay. I'm either like dating a woman my age or a little bit younger. So the woman I date my age is is like they already have uh they mind set up of what they want. From the man, and let me explain. Okay, they think no, they have this free mindset that okay, whatever went wrong in my past relationships, right? I'm not gonna let that happen to me. Yeah, you're gonna do A to Z, and if you can't get with A to Z, you can't be with me. Yeah, you,
2: you, I, I feel that, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm start off by saying I respect women who set boundaries, you know, I, I, I respect that and set boundaries to the point of, okay, this is what I want and I'm a, I'm a stand on it. And that's what it, I respect that. Um, again, I feel like, Hmm. So let me ask you this
1: mm-hmm. in
2: regards to that you say you either attract those type of women who just have these certain set of boundaries. I'm assuming that you're not, you totally don't meet what is it about you where at the same time you only seek out these women are these women the only type for you do you find yourself trying to prove yourself to women that want something else
0: no i don't try to like prove myself um with me i'm like more a traditional man so i will want in a relationship i want to basically you know um be ahead of the household, okay. you know, pay all the bills, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Take care of my woman, but the the, the woman I have been dating, they already have money. They always bring up their money in the conversation, oh. and that is such a big turn off because I tell women all the time, like men don't really care about your money. Yeah, like we, like, we don't care. You you making millions of dollars? We don't care. You make a hundred thousand dollars. We, because at the end of the day, a woman want a traditional man. Most women, most women, most most women want most women want a traditional man with you know every every characteristic like they 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 want allowance, they want to go they they want to go shopping and stuff like that. But a lot of women don't want to be traditional women. I I
2: I can't argue with you there. I
0: can't argue with you there. To me, to me, they want. They some women most women want to get married, right? But the reason why they say that, they want from my my experience of talking to women, they just want the wedding. They don't want the marriage. Because They wait all their lives to get married. They just want they just want the wedding.
2: I think that's a logical, that's the logical thing, right? But I think it's beaten down in us so much to where oh marriage, marriage, marriage kids 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 i think subconsciously like we think that's what we're supposed to do so that's what we go for because familiar is what we've heard but then down in your core as you grow as you get older and you become your own person you might that, that woman may not want that so you know i think it really comes to a woman really understanding and knowing what her wants are um more than it just her just oh just wanting the wedding I mean she probably does want the wedding For sure so wedding. I mean logically what you Say that's what it is but I think it even gets Deeper to the point of her Fully not even Understanding like Why she's moving like that And to kind of go Back to your point of um, Women want a traditional Man but they're not traditional Women How times have changed Women can't be that traditional Woman and I honor the fact that you want to be that traditional man to take care of your household, take care of this, take care of that. So my thing is if, if you want to be that man, um, while, when you're looking for like when you're dating and you're looking for certain types of women, I wonder like what types of conversations are you having like as far as like finding out where the woman is in her life? Like what type of woman do you want? Are you okay with the woman who maybe has? Just a regular nine to five job that's not making that much money, and you know you could be that traditional man that head of household because with the women today, that's not quote they want traditional man, but they quote unquote not traditional. Most of the time, those women they come from they come from those bad relationships, and they had to rise to you know where they are today, and they're not going to be that traditional. Woman so for you Like what are you looking For in a woman even down to her Employment so you can be that Man are you even thinking about those Questions for you
0: Oh yeah like when I go on dates woman like I Treat it like an interview for a Mm. job Okay So I I have a list of questions
2: Oh (laughs) my god
0: (laughs) That that You you really had to you know You know pass the test
2: Test the test.
0: Yes, because with me, I'm, I'm 35. Right? Okay. When I was dating um, the previous woman in my life, mm-hmm. I wasn't dating with attention. Gotcha. I was just going with the flow of things. Okay. So now that I learned from those experiences, I said to myself, my, my next relationship, I'm going to make sure that this woman is right for me and also make sure that there's certain things that i need to look for to make sure that she's actually wife material cuz a lot of women are not yeah, a lot of if wife material for me because a a lot of women are not wife material. They think that they wasn't raised to be wives.
2: What is wife material? Because I feel like now too, it's just as much as women have changed, men have are also changing and being more open and more vulnerable and not following the traditional status quo. So, what is wife material for you? Let's talk about that.
0: Wife wife material for me is. First of all, a woman got to be submissive. So when you say submissive, it just triggers a woman because they think it's like slavery and stuff like that. No, that's oh. what a lot of women think like that, right? When they hear the word submissive, they, they're like, oh, it just triggered it. Like, no, no, get away from me. They're like, like, we t- like, do you understand what it's like to be a submissive wife?
2: Let's talk, about, let's talk about submission. And then also in submission, do you play that dance as well in submission?
0: What do you mean? Am I submissive to my as wife? Are you
2: to, to like at least to your wife? Like, what is what is submissive to you? I feel like it's different for everybody. Why what, what would you describe as a submissive wife?
0: Number one, you gotta listen. Okay, definitely. Um, if you if you want I'm like I said, I'm traditional. So if you want a traditional man, you gotta let me lead. There's only one quarterback of a team. And that was a, that was another issue in my past relationships because they wanted to be the quarterback too. You only know, could be one quarterback on the team, so you you can't be you can't be right next to me going hut hut, and you right next to me going hut hut.
2: Let me ask you can't
0: this: you gotta let play your answer, position.
2: Let me ask you this, yeah. right? So, as I know, with and it seemed like this is for I'm not talking for all women, but majority, if the man can can lead, no problem they usually will let that man lead. Are you talking about like lead as far as she'd always have something to say about certain decisions? Like, did she not come off as a helpmate and she came off more as like an opponent? Like, what do you mean when you say this woman didn't let you lead or women, or women don't let men lead?
0: She, she, well, this, this person I'm talking about, she would actually, we would actually have conversations and in conversations, like, hey, you're supposed to be leading, right? So if I'm driving a car, am I'm supposed to be driving the car, you're supposed to be in the passenger seat, passenger seat, right? But I'm trying to drive the car, but I can't drive the car because you got the keys. How the hell am I supposed to drive the car? <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. It's very simple. So, a lot of women don't like that. Okay, and,
2: well, let me ask you this. Cause I get what you're saying. Okay, so she has the keys, right? Yes. So while she has the keys, do you are you guys having a conversation on? Are you guys having a conversation on what where on the particular destination you guys are getting to? Yes. Have you guys had a full conversation about where you're going? How does how is how is the leader leading, and how can they help make help? Like, are you guys having this these conversations, or are you just thinking? No, I'm the man. I'm supposed to lead.
0: That's it. We would have these conversations all the time. Mm,
2: okay. Okay.
0: And every time we had these conversations, and, and, and one thing I actually noticed, mm-hmm. it's outside influences.
2: Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's not really a great thing to so, be on outside influences.
0: So she was listening to her mother who's not married. Got got three different baby daddies. Plus your Circle of friends, all single. So, single women keep single women single.
2: That's not true.
0: That's true. That's a fact. No, it's not. I don't
2: keep. I don't keep my friends. I don't do that. I don't keep my friends single. You now doing? you can't say that about every. You can't. You can't do that. That would be that's my true. only issue. Now I know that's what you've experienced. So that's what you gonna. That's what you think. But not all single women like they, they don't they don't they don't talk to their friends on that level. Some single women talk to their friends and try to really weigh in and get both sides and try to help them come up with a logical decision on what they should do for their like. There are single friends I've never like
0: seen that. I've never seen that.
2: I, I, I am that single friend. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. I'm just letting. I'm the, and well, I know well, that's good.
0: Woman, we need more women like you.
2: There's a lot of women out there. See you. I need you to expand that's what I need you to do I need you to expand just a little bit more even if you need to expand outside of the five boroughs, I need you to expand
0: if you if you, you if you're in a good situation with your man right mm-hmm. and you know you you're gonna have ups and downs in a relationship absolutely so you're gonna whatever you have questions for you gotta go to your support team right now I agree now every woman every woman in a, in a circle don't talk to a certain women on a type of level about relationships but there's always one but it's always one, and every time when it comes to one, it's always that single friend. Like, girl, you need to do this. Girl, you need to do that. Wh- my my thing is, if you want to be a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk to an elder woman that's actually married and been married for years? So, to, to you, for you to get the understanding what it is to be a wife and how they last thirty to forty years. Why are you listening to your single yeah, mom? Before?
2: Because I think. Even some of the women who were married for 30 to 40 years, they'll give you solid advice, but then they'll also give you advice from, let me not say that, because I know great advice stands the test of time. But then again, times have changed. So, you know, what may have worked for them back then may not work now. Um, And then also some of those older women will tell you, don't don't do what I did. There's a lot of older women who feel... Yeah, that's something else that's going on now. So, but, that's
0: but here's the thing said, they still married,
2: they still <laughs> married, but then they'll tell that single, they'll tell that woman who's struggling in the relationship to figure things out. Some older women who's married, still a resident, will tell them not to go through it because then they'll talk about how they stuck around for this long and that long with that particular person and it wasn't worth it. So, well, it's, 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 I think it's. It's really you, you can get out there, you can get advice, but I think at the end of the day, it's really learning to communicate for real with who you with, like, and really trying to stand firm with who you with if, if you, if you too feel that it's worth it. Um, I think submission is, it's, I heard a saying, I heard another lady talk about it. She talked about how, like, it's an art, it's selflessness on both ends, you know. I think both parties should be able to submit to each other. I agree. Would you agree with that?
0: Because once you once you marry your union. Yeah. But we but the thing And I-, I
2: feel like a lot of men who talk about submission, they don't talk about it in that way. So I think it scares a lot of women. Even my mother, that's the same clip that I was with and my mom's been with my dad since 87. She heard the word submission and was like, I don't like that. And she's been with my dad for almost 40 years. OK, right. so a lot. Yeah, a lot of women, even from back. They don't like that word, but I feel like it's it's used in a way by men and it just comes off as manipulation to a lot of women. Um, so I think that's why. So I think just ex- maybe explaining like what submission means to you when you bring the word up, like when you go out, on, do you say do you look for submissive women like in your questions? When you, no, I, when I don't.
0: Married. I don't say the word submissive. I, I I use it in a different way. Got
2: you.
0: But even though what I use in different way, see, I think they, I think men and women don't understand the actual role play of being married.
2: I agree. I agree. They just
0: think this is Walt Disney. It's an actual job. It is. The man has a job that he has to do, and the woman has a job: take care of the household, take care of the kids, and stuff like that. The man got to go get the bacon. Turkey bacon at that. I don't eat pork, but anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. You got to, you know, there's jobs. So I think, what people like Walt Disney and this fairy tale, you know, Cinderella nonsense, actually, you know, screwed up and poisoned our minds about think, what it, what actually, married is. Being married is.
2: I think so too. In a lot of ways, um, I, I can agree with that. Um, I can agree with a lot of what you say, because I know like the particular structure you're looking for in your marriage, that is for you. Um, So I can definitely agree with what you're saying as well. It's, It's messed us up in a lot of different ways, because a lot of women, like you said, they'll be looking for that Disney type of feeling and all of that stuff. And then in real life, it's not like that. And then, yeah, we're all messed up.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there's another thing. I I know a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends that moved um to like overseas or um, South America and stuff like that. I have a friend that actually living in Brazil right now, just working, and he's like the mindset of women in Brazil and South America is totally different from women in America. And this is what he this is what he told me like i am never dating a woman american woman again
2: see because and I, i'm i'm sorry i feel like your friend is looking for because a lot of here's the thing i feel too there's different cult, those women were treated different right when you look at a woman that's from america um whether they're from the hood or whatever the case may be a lot of our backgrounds we've watched you know, our mothers have to to be in survival mode. We watch that or we watch our mothers go through bad relationships. That grows kind of like a, I don't know, and you do your best to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? Or you watch maybe your mother be submissive to somebody and then they move on to somebody else. There's a lot of problem programming and reasonings for why a woman is like that. And I feel like a lot of men don't put in the real effort to actually deal with an American woman. They just want to run to the to the to the to the Brazilian who already had it easy like that. They had or they had their fathers already, fathers and mothers already training them and prepping them to be this particular woman because it's cultural norms over there or whatever. It's totally different in America. And I feel like men just I don't know. Yeah they just seem real I don't want to I'm not going to sit but, here and
0: but here's the thing. The, 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 he said it's the mindset.
2: It's just the mindset or it's what you've seen or the, what the person has probably seen growing up and why they are the way that they are. You know what I'm saying? This is, And if I feel like if a man really wants that out of a woman, you know what I'm saying? I feel like you sh- you got to focus outside of yourself and really, if you really want to be with that woman, learn that woman, learn how to communicate with that woman. Now, I know that sometimes it's, for some women, there's no way of communicating, but when do men when do men take responsibility as well? A lot of them I don't see doing that. They say say what your what your homeboy just said. I just and they which is fine if that's your if that's your type now, it's easier to deal with, all that stuff. Hey, kudos for you. But I just feel like a lot of men don't really put in the time to really build that trust with that woman. Like they don't. And that's just that's just my Personal opinion on that because I've heard Uh, that a lot.
0: Well, it's well, I I guess you're saying what what you're saying, like, is the mindset. Because you know, they like, especially like in Brazil, they have more of a traditional woman's mindset, they cater to a man and stuff like that. And and American mindset is we teach our women in America, no matter what race it is, that you are special, it's all about you, it's all about you, 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 and sometimes. It it get lost, especially with modern day uh, dating stuff. That it get lost of actually, you hear terms like "happy wife, happy life." Like I don't, I never understand that mindset because you are not the only one in this marriage that that's supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be happy too. I'm I'm the huggy
2: I, I it, mean, it, I mean what's going on? Absolutely, I, <laughs> absolutely. I you know I agree with that. I do agree with that to a certain extent. But again, I feel like a man could be happy with an American woman really trying to communication, really trying to, really trying to learn where that woman is has been, where she's came from, and how you can really be of someone who can help her trust for real. So then you can lead the way that you would want to lead. You know, I feel like it's, it's a trust thing. And the the same things that you know, I guess women in Brazil or whatever is afforded of, we don't have that in America. Men are not like that in America. You know what I'm saying? It, they're not. There's a reason why women had to progress and change. And now women are making more. There's a reason behind all of that. So I feel like men need to factor all of that in too and stop blaming the woman and stop, you know, with all of the shaming of the woman. That just... I feel like it's unfair in a lot of ways. I can, I can, I'm not saying that I don't totally disagree with that guy, but there's reasonings behind it that men don't talk about. They, you know, and I feel like it, the men are lazy to a certain degree in America. Not speaking on you, but a lot of them, like, like I said, there's you, with, with being in America, you do have with the things that women and men have to go through. I think we both on both sides, we both need to learn to communicate more. We both need to learn to trust more. So maybe we can be like those people in the other countries, if that's what an individual even strives to be.
0: I think um, I agree with you that there are men that need to take accountability. Um, yeah. Just, just um, having, controlling that thing in your, in your pants and stop. Yeah. Lying, lying to women and saying oh yeah I want to be with you but I just want sex. So a, I agree with you there's a lot of men that need to uh, take uh, accountability and and grow the hell up. Yeah. And actually, you know, cuz cuz we all we some blame we are the reason why when women get older say I'm dealing with you 20 21 22, right? I did I did my my dirt on the side and stuff like that. So when you Once you go date other men, you have walls up. And it's going to be hard for the next man to break through the walls because you don't trust because you've been through all this nonsense that the man puts you through. So I think there's a kind of ability on that. But I also think that there is um, a a certain um, disconnect of, of what men want. And a lot of women are mostly women are not paying attention and listening because we, because we have like, I have panel discussions on the time. And when we, when, a when we ask a woman what do a man want? Right. And we actually explain what we want. Like, no, you don't want that. You don't want that. Like you're not listening. Right. <laughs>
2: you know? And I feel like, you know, again, it's, it's, I think it goes back to their experiences yeah. And I, I think it's it's um, it, it is sad that there are a good bit of women who don't really just try to listen and take it in. I think listening and taking it in is hard because with some men, you know, a woman will listen and that's what they say. And then the woman will try to move in that way. And then I don't know if because the men aren't used to the woman trying to move in the way that they want them to move they put a wall up as well. I feel like there's a lot of disconnect between both of us, both men and women. I feel like it's all on a subconscious level because a man can talk about what he wants all day, right? But a lot of men don't even move in the ways that they they say that they want as well. So it's just a lot of confusion, a lot of uh, uh, not accountability on both parts. You know, and I feel like we're I'm glad that you're having panel discussions because I feel like there's not enough discussions between men and women for real on a vulnerable level. I see it now, like more on social media and stuff like that. Men and women are talking more, but it wasn't like that for a very long time, even during the times where everybody talks about, oh, the traditional way was great. Men and women really weren't talking then either. Men were leading because women couldn't really even work like that. You know what I'm saying? So now the paradigm is shifted and then, you know, now we're 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 all just trying to figure it out because it's no longer like that. So I just I just feel like, you know, again, men keep doing all this bashing about women wanting traditional men, but they're not traditional. It's just with the times and it changing, I think we all just need to talk more and figure out what will work for us it's two people right like um because everybody is different now with all of the changes so
0: and 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 that's why we have both our podcasts to talk about it (laughs) 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 so uh dj uh i appreciate you for uh, coming on the show uh can you uh explain to the audience uh where they could get your um your app and Find your podcast.
2: Yeah, so if anybody wants to download the app, you can look it up on the Google Play Store or App Store. Um, It's playing, the number four, and then keeps. And then you can find me on social media all over um, at playing, the number four, keeps app. Um, So, yeah, that's where you can find me and connect with me if that's what you would like to do.
0: Yeah, Make sure you go support this app. Also, support our podcast as well. Um, shout out to um, our sponsors, Click A Vodka, Holistic Remedies. Don't forget to use that promo code see at checkout. Get 10% off. Shout out to my co hosts. going to be here. There. Shout out to Dad, Mac, and Bernice. Shout out to them. Make sure you actually subscribe to the podcast, share it, hit that notification button, and hit, give me that help the brother out special. And also, we got the network coming soon. We got some great shows that's going to be announced. Uh, we got some official merch. For um, the podcast as well, make sure you go to Teespring. It's a social support, we got everything. We got we got t-shirts, pet hoodies for your dog, and now we got everything. So we selling everything, iPhone cases. It doesn't matter. So make sure you uh, you guys pay attention to all the new shows that's going to be announced on the network. DJ Peace and Love, we appreciate you for being on the show. And this is not no, this is only the beginning. This is not the end. Okay, this is only the beginning. All right, sounds good. Sounds good? Yeah, all right, peace and love, everybody. We will see you on the next one. Get the fuck out of here! Why the fuck are you warming up? Get
1: out of here! We like to party. Your touch is driving me crazy. We close.
2: But they worry about me I got a homeboy named Butter And another homeboy named Cheese. Well, with me baby I make it milk Till it drip down your knees Spit the for real low, Brain real old Kiddo say he looks up to me This just makes me feel old Never thought that we could
0: become Someone else's hero Man, we were just in the food court Eating our
2: heroes Yesterday, that's the twice Every single morning I try to pray It's not And they
0: never forgot Nothing else really
1: mean nothing to me I ain't studying to be Talking to me Cause why up with me? Move on, ain't nothing to see. Always something's the song, I'm the wrong. Off the rip, cause of him, all of them will remember. But the men, not they fell in love with rap. Black like having your
0: cousin back. Blue like when that rain is due. Cream like so when I'm loving yeah. you.
1: Your friends back not too. Swag. You got the swag, saucy so she drippin' swag goo. You were bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh you got the swag, saucy so she drippin' swag goo. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double not dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time.